Hey there, and thanks for joining me as I show up to give you powerful, practical, quick, and kingdom tools for you to go out there and live your best life, to show up every day as the best, healthiest, fullest version of yourself, and to live a joyful, abundant, and destiny-filled life. You know, sometimes I might talk about things I've learned, being a wife, a mom, a sister, friend, pastor, mentor, a mentee, a human being. I might share a ridiculous story, and there are some ridiculous stories from my own journey, my successes, and the not so much. I might unpack practical tips and relationship tools. I might encourage you, challenge you, make you laugh, make you cry, and maybe some days it will be all of the above. The point is, I'm really excited, and I hope you are too. So, Grab your coffee, sit down with me, Danielle Steinspring, and let's start living. Welcome to the Hey There podcast. I'm excited to talk to you guys today about something that is really on my heart for this season that we um, are in. And I just want to start the episode first, though, by telling you guys that, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for my listeners. In fact, at the time of recording this podcast, I had just received an email that I just hit a thousand downloads of the Hey There podcast, and that is crazy. It's so humbling. It's so just overwhelming, and I'm super grateful. So thank you, thank you, thank you to those of you who are faithfully listening each and every week. And if you could just take a second and like, review, and share the podcast to someone that you think would love um, maybe one of the episodes or the podcast in general, I would be so grateful, but I'm already pretty blown away. So thank you for listening and for downloading. A thousand downloads is pretty cool. But today, I'm going to talk to you guys about why I have chosen to be off of social media for a season. And now, by the time I release this episode, I may be actually back on social media. But at the time of recording, I've been away for almost an entire month. And I think that boundaries with social media are something that is actually really, really critical to our health and our well-being. Um, boundaries in general are something that I'm, I'm still going to do a, a, an episode on, but boundaries in social media seem to be something that we've lost. And so I'm going to talk to you today about some of the reasons why I have taken my break and why I have boundaries um, set up in my life for social media. And let's just go right ahead and get started. The first reason that I feel like it's critical for us to have a boundary with social media is because um, we have this feed in our hand that is completely curated. It's snapshot, picture, perfect, aesthetic, edited, 
moments um, or sometimes even 15 second clips of edited perfection. And it actually is scientifically impossible for our brains to differentiate between um, real and not real when we're faced with an image. So back in the day, um, editing a photo for a magazine cover, for example, would have taken somebody with professional skill, um, thousands of dollars worth of software, and a lot of time to airbrush and to make a waistline smaller and make a nose more perfect and to make eyes bigger and all of these beautiful, perfect images that that are on glossy magazine covers that used to take a lot of hard work. Well, now that exact same software is in the palm of your hand and takes less than 20 seconds. And so we have um, guys and girls both curating their their bodies and their faces um, and recreating their entire appearance in photos. And when you're looking at a photo, you may think to yourself, I, I bet that's not real. But your brain can only process exactly what it sees. And so there's no way for your brain to to differentiate between reality and not reality in that moment. And not to mention, I'm not just talking about those types of uh, filters and edits that happen to people's faces and and bodies, but also the moments are perfectly curated. Um, It's a snapshot. It's not a real picture into someone's actual life. But what winds up happening is you don't know that. So you wind up seeing every single person's perfection and what they are putting on their platform and it's not real and it can create this this false sense of reality where you feel like this alternate reality that everyone else must be living is better than your actual reality that's filled with emotions and pain and hurt and struggle and difficulty and normal um, food that's not perfect and artistic and normal outfits that aren't always exactly perfectly put together. It can create this weird differentiation between what's real and what's actually not real. So that's one of the reasons why I just maintain um, an element of uh, boundary and um, separation from Instagram and, and Facebook. Reason number two, I think a lot of time um, this comparison and negativity monster can really creep in. And now I do I wish that I was um, just so mature that that didn't happen and I never had comparison. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But I also can recognize that um, there are moments of comparison that happen and it's important for me to be able to put a boundary on comparing my life to someone else's. Not only that, but I have my own calling on the planet and my call in the earth looks vastly different from yours. And what the Lord has called me to do looks different from what he's called you to do. But if I am too busy with my head down, watching someone else succeed, watching someone else get invited to the event that I wasn't invited to, watching someone else have um, the exact breakthrough that I want, I can miss what he's calling me to because I've got my eyes in someone else's lane. It is so critical that I keep my eyes in my lane, that I drive down my road 
road and pursue the direction that he has called me to and not looking to the right or to the left, but staying focused on where he's called me and recognizing that, yep, that person just got the gig that I wanted. And that person over there, they just, um, release their first book and this person over there they are having the success in the field that I want to pursue but it doesn't take away from the call that God has put on my life and I need to stay in my lane I think a lot of times people are um, especially young people can see um, oh these people are hanging out and I didn't get invited okay these people are doing this thing and it wasn't I wasn't a part of that. And it can be a really hurtful truth. It can feel really isolating. You can feel left out. You can feel hurt. And recognizing that that wasn't where you were supposed to be, that God actually has you exactly where you're supposed to be. And um, even though it's okay to feel hurt by the moment that you missed, that your life is actually happening right in front of you and not in a tiny glass box in your hand. Here's another reason why I think boundaries are important. I Um, have been given the responsibility to love and care for the people in my world um, as they face a normal level of tragedy and grief and hurt and sadness and sorrow and all of those things. We know that those things are a part of the human experience, that people are going to suffer loss and people are going to um, have illness and things are going to happen tragedies happen, grief happens, sadness happens, pain happens. It's part of being temporal beings on this planet. It's just part of it. And let's flash back to 20 years ago. I actually remember a time before social media. I know several of you listening don't remember that time, but I remember a time before social media existed. And in that life, it was normal to know one person dealing with some kind of grief or tragedy, maybe two people that I knew that were in my sphere had lost a loved one recently or were um, dealing with a difficult diagnosis or had um, had some kind of loss or pain occur in their life. And I had capacity to love and to minister and to carry that and to be with them in the midst of that. Well, now I have the grief and the tragedy and the trauma and the pain and the wound and the loss of thousands of people in the palm of my hand. People I don't even know have just suffered some kind of trauma or hurt or sadness or sorrow. And while I know that we are meant to weep with those who weep and mourn with those who mourn, we can't carry all of those burdens. And I don't know that we actually were created to have the capacity to carry and minister to the loads and the burdens of that many people. Not even necessarily that we need to minister to them, but just, I don't know that my heart was made to see it all. I'm not entirely sure that our being was created to see all of that at once. All right, so here's another reason why I feel like boundaries with social media are important. Because I need to know what are my thoughts, what are his thoughts, and what are the world's thoughts. And when I'm inundated with the social media narrative, with um, thousands of opinions and, um, and anger or 
dissension or division or sadness or grief or overwhelm, it can become so swirly that I can't differentiate between what I'm thinking and what the world is thinking. Um, Even when it comes to body image, okay, Jesus, what are your thoughts about body image versus what is social media's thoughts about body image? Okay, Jesus, I need to know your thoughts about the, the racial divide in America. I want your thoughts and not social media's thoughts. And that is something that I've had to really take a pause on. And I know that I haven't um, spoken about, about that on the podcast just yet. And I may, it may be something that I want to dive into. Um, and that's not what we're talking about today, but it is obviously something that's on the hearts of our entire world um, right now. And even in the middle of that, It is so imperative to me that I hear what the Lord is saying first. In fact, this is a pretty good example. I needed to know what Jesus was saying. I wanted to get with the lover of my soul and grieve with him and cry with him and journal with him and hear his thoughts. And while all the resources and all of the videos and everything that's that's um, being posted positively about what's happening right now, those are wonderful and amazing. And I'm so grateful to see people um, putting really um, healthy resources out for us. I'm glad to see the church speaking up in some really beautiful ways. And while all those things are really good, the most important thing for me is to go to Jesus first and to then move as he directs me to move. And so um, for that reason, and again, this is just an example, but social media has opinions about everything. Instagram has opinions about everything. And the most important opinion to me, the most important source of information and of strategy is my king. And when it started feeling like I couldn't tell what were his thoughts, And what were my thoughts and what were the thoughts he was giving me and what were the thoughts that social media and my Instagram feed was giving me? I knew I needed to take a pause and know what he was saying. So there's that. Um, And and again, even with what's going on with COVID and and the fear that's out there, I I knew I needed I needed to get alone um, with him primarily. So that's another reason I need to to be able to differentiate between my thoughts and the world's thoughts. The other thing with social media is that peace is my number one priority. It really is. Managing my peace, maintaining my inner world, maintaining my emotions, taking my thoughts captive, processing healthily, and guarding my peace and my joy, that has to happen for me. At all costs, I'm willing to guard my peace and my joy. And when my peace starts getting sidetracked, when Facebook is trying to creep in on my peace, I know it's got to go. It has got to go. And this is very different. I saw a narrative start spinning on Instagram that said that um, feed fatigue was not okay and that we needed to stay in the conversation and stay engaged. And while I sort of understand the perspective, for me, it's not even just about feed fatigue and not wanting to hear about the problems anymore. For me, it's about recognizing that if I can't maintain my peace, I can't stay engaged in the conversation. I can't stay engaged in my community. I can't show up to the table and have things to say. I can't minister to the brokenhearted. I can't show up and be 
the version of myself that Jesus needs on this earth. And so for me, maintaining my peace was so critical. And that's more than just me saying, oh, I need to check out. I need to run away. It's me saying, no, I am going to maintain my inner world um, of peace and of joy and of hope um, and the fruit of him in my life. Those are more important to me than my relationship with social media. Another reason why boundaries are important uh, for social media for me is because there's a weird expectation of what you look like on social media to match the um, performative version of yourself that people have created. And I started recognizing that Instagram and social media are probably 1% of my life, really, 1%, maybe even less than that, honestly. But people believe things about you, expect things from you uh, based on the 1% that they see. And when I started living my life or curating moments for the 1% of my life, rather than being really, really present for the 99, I knew that it had to change. And um, also recognizing that people form opinions about me based on the 1%. In fact, there have been times where I've said things that somebody didn't like and I lost followers. Why? Well, because they only see 1% of me. They don't actually know me or know my heart or know who I am or what I stand for or know my convictions. Side note on convictions, I heard somebody um, recently say, let your convictions be strong and your opinions be soft. And I thought that was just so beautiful um, because I really try to let my opinions be soft and be fluid and um, not that they're weak, um, but they're not, they're not loud, they're not angry, and they're not um, aggressive. But anyway, I, st- I have to live for the 99% and not the 1% and recognize that people will make judgments and expectations and um, decisions about you based on the 1% that's on social media, which is just weird when you think about it. Another reason why social media boundaries are important, and this is one of my favorite things to talk about, is boundaries. I want to cultivate a life where I have difficult conversations with the relationships in which I have capacity to do so. I want to be able to say the hard things, ask hard questions, um, pose my opinions, my convictions in relationships with people that I know that I have a foundation of trust and of choosing each other, that I know we can both show up at the table and have the conversation together and um, choose each other even if our opinions are different. Unfortunately, so many people are having these difficult, I'm using air quotes here, conversations online. And you don't actually have the relational capacity to support the depth of that conversation with people in that sphere. So what winds up happening is we get lots of offense, lots of anger, lots of confusion, lots of division. Juliet, I know, honey, I'm coming to get you. Um, Lots of division, lots of upset, lots of anger. And um, oh my gosh, you guys, you can hear Juliet. It is time for her nap to be done. So I got to. I got to wrap this up. And that is just the reality and the real life behind the scenes of this podcast. But as I was saying, people are getting angry and offended and hurt and divided. And part of the reason for that is because for so many people, agreement has become the basis of healthy relationship and friendship. 
Um, and because our opinions are the most critical things to us um, culturally right now, but also because you don't have the relational capacity to support the depth of this conversation on online. Um, and again, hear me when I say I believe it's important. I, I think it's important to be sharing um, truth, to be sharing our thoughts, to be equipping people to be sharing resources in all areas. I'm not even just talking about the moment that we find ourselves in culturally. I think it's important that we're sharing truth and opinions about, um, about everything. I, I think it's great, but recognizing that, um, our relational capacity online with these people is actually very shallow. So we can't be surprised when these relationships can't support some of these conversations. They, they can't support it. it. More important to me is that I'm having the difficult conversations um, around the table with the people that I love that I'm inviting people into my home or that I'm meeting for coffee with people that are actually in my life. And yes, this applies to um, what we're facing in our nation right now and in the world right now. It absolutely applies to the racial division that we are tackling together right now. It does. But even before this moment that we find ourselves in, I think that um, the conversations that we're having online, uh, while I think it's important that we put truth out there and we create resources for people and we equip, I mean, that's what I'm all about, you guys, encouraging, equipping, and empowering people. And part of that equipping is putting myself out there, putting my thoughts out there. So I know that it's important. And I think we actually are going to need digital missionaries more and more and more in this um, coming age. However, the real depth of conversation for me, I save that not for social media, but for my people. So yeah, that's another, another reason why I feel like boundaries are so important. And so for me, these are all the things that I've been processing about our engagement and our relationship with social media. And it's why I took a pause. It's why I'm in the middle of a social media break right now. And the last thing I want to say is I want the most significant influence in my life to always be Jesus. My number one source for strategy, for information, for connection to be the King of Kings first and second to that, the people around my table. And just for the sake of clarification, my table isn't actually my dining room table. When I say table, I'm talking about the people in my life, the people in my world, the people in my neighborhood, the people that I have actual relationship with. And that's not always just people who agree with me. In fact, some of my closest friendships, um, we disagree on a lot of things, um, but we have the relational capacity to support disagreement. And at the end of the day, our relationship and our connection is way more important to us than our opinions. So that's what I mean when I say my table. Anyway, how do you have boundaries with social media? Well, let me see if I can give you a quick couple of tricks and tools that I have used for my own life. And um, then I'm going to wrap it up and go get my baby daughter out of her crib. So let me just 
breeze on through these. Um, first, for me, I start every single year with 30 days off of social media. I know that sounds like something I've been doing really well for years and years, but it actually was my first year this past January. January 2020, I took completely off of social media just to give myself a refresh. And then I'm able to come back to it with a renewed relationship with it. Um, and that just sort of gives me a clean slate for the year. The next thing I would say is always be available to allow um, Holy Spirit to call you into a time of uh, separation or pause from social media and be willing to take a break. So I took a break in January and here we are in June and I'm taking another break and um, and I may continue to take breaks. It's just being aware of what my soul needs being emotionally intelligent to know what you actually are needing. Another really great thing um, that I have implemented um, is on occasion, um, I will sit down and look at who I'm following and ask God about every single person that I'm following and do some unfollows. And sometimes I don't even know why, but I'll feel in my spirit him say, nope. And I, I, I might not know why he, I'm unfollowing this person, but he does. And so I trust him and I give an unfollow. That's another thing is being willing to follow those um, who are influencing you positively. Recognize what kind of influence are they having and is now the season for me to follow them or do I need to maybe take a break? So there's that. And then for me, I also like to set time limits. I take at least one day a week that I am completely off. Usually for me, that starts Friday evening to Saturday evening. I delete social media off of my phone and I'm able to uh, take another day, uh, one day in the week to refresh my relationship with it. Another thing for me is that I am going to get um, all my social apps on an iPad. So I actually have to like grab the iPad rather than having it all directly in the palm of my hand um, because the accessibility of that is just um, sometimes too much for me. I, I don't like being that accessible. And I just want you each to know that your life is happening in front of your eyes, not in a screen, not in a, a six inch box in your hand. Um, that you actually can miss out on a lot of life and a lot of moments and a lot of beauty and a lot of the world around you when your head is tilted down and your nose is in your phone. So I hope some of this was encouraging to you. It really is a lot of me just verbally processing where I have been for the last month or so. And if something stood out to you or if you have other tips and tricks that you use for social media, I would love to hear those. I would love to hear from you. Um, coincidentally, the way that you can talk to me is on my social social media accounts, which I do try to keep up with. Um, even in this season where I have been off, I will check back in there. Um, and so you can find me there. Oh my goodness. That's Reese. That's our four month old puppy. Check in with me on social media. In, in, it's kind of ironic. Um, at my Hey There accounts on Instagram and Facebook. And I would love to chat with you guys about all things social and how to manage your internal world and keep your peace and your joy. I uh, hope you guys found something helpful in this episode. If you took anything away, let it be that we want to see more of your face and less of the top of your head. Have a great day. Yeah.